Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Here we are, end of Season 11, final episode, and it's been great sharing with you more about executive presence in more of a, a course format. And we started with episode 101, and here we are in episode 110 to wrap up season 11. Today, we're going to talk about the all-important question of how will you know when all the things you've been learning and trying and practicing will be working? Because we've talked about what executive presence is, why it's important. We've talked about different, the six degrees of executive presence, the states of being that you would need uh, to exemplify. And we've also talked about how to practice and train in an effective manner. None of that matters if you don't actually understand whether you have it or not. So today's episode is just going to be about talking about how will you know it is working? How will you know when others think you have it. And for this episode, um, I'm going to borrow a little bit from uh, a concept I came up with in my Unlock Your Charisma book uh, about when you know people uh, think you have charisma. So it, it's sort of adapted from that, but slightly tweaked because executive presence is similar, as we've discussed before on the show, and not exactly the same uh, you know, as executive presence. So the first thing you, that will key you into the fact that people think you have executive presence, that you're exuding and generating executive presence in a way that's effective, I like to call it, well, actually, these are all the three L's. So the first L, I like to call it the look. So the look means look in their eyes. How are they observing you? What is the energy, the intensity, the attention, the focus of their eyes. Are they locked in on you or are they looking around the room or down at their phone? People with executive presence uh, naturally get a response from people that they're watching them. They want to learn from them. What they're saying seems very important because they're leading in a very powerful way. So you're not going to look away or be easily distracted when someone with a very strong executive presence uh, is speaking or in the room. Think about yourself, right? When you when, when someone with great executive presence comes into the room that you really respond to, are you looking at other people or are you more sort of observant and laser focused on them? So that's the first L, the look. Uh, the second L is the lean. And this has more to do with body language. The way I like to describe this is think about you're watching an amazing scene in a movie, whether you're into action, comedy uh, or drama. And what happens to your body as you get further and further into like an amazing scene? Do you lean back or do you lean forward? Right? Most people imperceptibly, quite unconsciously or subconsciously, we lean forward and forward and forward to the point where we're almost, if we're in a movie theater on top of another person or, you know, at the edge of our seat or at the edge of our chair or couch, at home. And that's why they have that expression, you know, on the edge of your seat, because you're just so into the thing, you're just so dialed into it. So when you have executive presence, and you 
look around the room. And it can also be on a monitor. Are people kind of pulling their bodies back or are they leaning in to really absorb and see what you're sharing, what you're doing, because your leadership, their confidence in your leadership is so high and your presence is so strong. Now, um, if you're in a one-on-one -on -one situation and you're sharing the same physical space, it's not always just the upper body. Another thing that can be useful, that, and you can look this up online, that a lot of body language experts talk about is people's feet. Like, what direction are their feet pointing in? If their feet are squarely pointed towards you, they're tuned into you. If their feet are subtly starting to shift away from you, that can sometimes be a cue that they're actually not as interested and want to, like, segue or get out or do something else, that they're not really that much attached to what you're saying anymore. So you can also um, look at people's feet as well. You can tell a lot from body language. People don't really do it on purpose. It's just our natural way of responding and signaling um, to others. Not everyone always picks up those cues, but um, you know it's there for us to pick up on uh, if you're open to it. And the third L that I'll share is the lap. Right? What I mean by that is two things. One, when you have great executive presence, people lap up what you say. Right? When you say something, they're like, wow, that's a great comment. Never thought about that before. Yeah, we really need to consider this. It's not this lukewarm kind of response. They're just lapping it up like everything you say is so valuable and so amazing. And that's because your presence and their confidence in you is so strong that anything that you do say, they lap it up. In addition, um, another part of the lap is, you know, opportunities will fall in your lap, right? You will get more and more opportunities to participate. You'll get invited to more meetings. You'll get the better projects. These things will start to fall in your lap, not because you've gotten any smarter, not because uh, you're any better of a, of a person, but because now that people sense like, wow, this person really has what it takes to lead. You always had it. What you might have been lacking is a higher level of people really sensing it and feeling it from you. That's why the executive presence sets the ceiling for your career. So when you have that, then opportunities will start to fall in your lap. So those are the three L's. How will you know it's working? How will you know when others think you have executive presence? One, it's the look. Right? It's, it's, it's the eyes and, and how attentive they are to you. Two, it's the lean. Right? Are they leaning towards you? And you can also look at feet uh, if you're you know, in the same space. And three, it's the lap. Do people lap up what you say and do opportunities and requests for your participation start to fall in your lap? So my question for you is what will you do with this new power of executive presence? How will you use this great power responsibly. I would love for you to share a voice message or send us an email at joe at connectioncounselor.com. And as you go through the day today, maybe you've been interacting with people already trying to use some of the six degrees of executive presence or execute on the definition. Consider this, right? It's just three L's. It's easy to remember. The look, the lean, the lap. Do you notice people responding to you with any of these and that can sometimes be a nice confirmation. Well, thanks so much for sharing with us season 11. Um, you know, one thing, if you want to go further, I do have a course on Udemy called 
executive presence and the diversity dilemma. It's for anyone who wants more executive presence and also has um, special uh, strategies for people who are more uh, diverse. And by diverse, I mean you don't look or feel exactly like the prevailing leadership. So um, that could be on one of many different dimensions, right? It's not just on race or ethnicity. It could be gender. It could be um, your other abilities. It could be, you know, on any different level. If you're not sort of the prevailing type, uh, diversity uh, can provide some challenges and, and we try to provide some solutions. Next season, we'll cover several things that can obstruct your executive presence, and we'll just continue to build on this knowledge, really looking forward to continuing to have this conversation with you. Thanks for listening to XPM. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to season 12 of Executive Presence Morsels. Wanted to do something a little bit different this season and talk about an issue that I think a lot of people experience, which is difficulties with their boss and how you can use executive presence to manage through those difficulties and still advance your career. So I'm just going to playfully call it the Bad Bosses series. I don't know your boss. I don't know how good or bad they are. Uh, I reserve judgment on that, but I just want to share these principles and some common challenges that you may experience during your career. So here's one thing I hear happening. uh, I hear people complaining about a lot where your boss tells you to do one thing. You do it. You deliver it, and then they ask you to do something else. It's like you were on a totally different page, even though you're pretty sure you did exactly what they asked you to do. And maybe you did verbatim do exactly what they asked you to do, and then they see it and they totally change their mind. And I know that can make people very frustrated. Uh, You can end up spending a lot of overtime uh, because of that. So I just want to go over some principles uh, to help manage through this. So the first principle I want to share, uh, you may not like this one, but the first principle is with respect to your boss, it's their prerogative, right? Whether what they did is cool or not, or whether it's helpful. 
Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.